Welcome to Married to the Job, a podcast for partners of emergency services workers and those considering the lifestyle change. This podcast includes stories, opinions, honest chats about what it's like when your partner works in emergency services and the impact of ultimately being married to the job. I'm your host Erin. My husband Matt has been a firefighter since 2016. We've grown our family alongside his career and wow has it been a roller coaster. Let's dive in. I'm coming to you as a tired, worn out wife of a fireman. And I did have an episode last week, but it had a clicking noise or some noise and I just can't work out how to remove it. So anyway, here I am. Yay for anyone who's following along. And Yes, I'm very tired and I'm very worn out having the kids home on school holidays and being on my own 24-7 was a lot and uh, I definitely feel like I've had some reprieve now that the kids are back at school and kinder but it's still very exhausting with um, the baby and the four-year-old and I'm having many a moment. And I'm definitely grateful, like by all means, I'm grateful for the position that my husband's doing at the moment. He's off training the new recruits and he is loving the role, which is awesome. Um, But the flip side of that is that he wants to do it again and I feel bad saying no. So who knows what next year will look like for my family because... It is a promotion, so it is a pay rise. It takes the pressure off me. For those following along on the hub, I am um, ultimately back to volunteering and um, I've surrendered. I've surrendered to what's going on in my life right now, this time. We only have a couple more months of my husband doing this role um, and then he'll have all of December and a couple of weeks in January off which was ultimately the payoff for this because I wanted him around in those months so like all things you know you you make sacrifices to then have a positive result if that makes sense Um, but it doesn't make the day-to-day struggles and frustrations and at times resentment any easier. Um, he's home tonight, which is great, but we're also finding that we don't really speak much between the time that he, you know, the night before he leaves, he gets up at 4am and off he heads. Um, and we're not really speaking much in those four days, which admittedly I don't think is good for our marriage at all. Um But the reason that we don't speak is because he's obviously busy during the day, as am I, and then I don't want to be a negative Nancy to him all the time. So that's one thing. I don't want him to be away and, you know, feeling bad that he's away or whatever. Um, So I vent in other ways to other people. And also... um, when he so he finishes work at six 
and so by the time he's so he's staying at an apartment so by the time he's back at the apartment and um so they go back to the apartment he gets changed ultimately then they're going there have drinks and go out for dinner and you know be social which obviously that's all just part of it and you do you um but when the time that he's available ultimately is when I'm putting the baby to bed and then as soon as I put the baby to bed I have a quick shower unwind and I just want to watch tv and not talk to anyone so that's why we're not really speaking all that much and then what I'm finding is day one when he's home is a real adjustment to him being home I know that a lot of people will relate to that um it's a real adjustment to him being home and you know the kids are are different and so we go through that and then I also want to go off and just take a breather because I've not had any time to myself um you know sometimes I'll have my parents come and help but that's not all the time quite rare and has to be very planned um but obviously I am grateful that help for that help too but yeah so the first day is real wishy-washy I'm trying to get groceries because the kids and I are eating really basic meals when he's away he's literally eating like a king because they get a meal allowance at restaurants and stuff so he's eating like a king we're eating like paupers eggs on toast nuggets and chips literally whatever just helps get me through the day and also I'm finding that I don't want to be in the kitchen for hours when it's the only time I have to really just enjoy the kids so I make my lunch boxes the night before so I'm trying to have easy dinners just do the lunches and then enjoy them and be with them and so yeah we're eating like paupers so then when he's home I want to eat properly and I'll go to the shops and you know load up on food and so that you know day one goes very quickly I try to get to the gym because I haven't been able to get to the gym those whole four days um so yeah day one's wishy-washy and then day two and three is great day two and three is like the weekend and that's great and then day four I feel anxious admittedly like I'm like you're going and I have to get organized I'm going to be by myself again um so it's a real wave that I'm riding and you know I'm talking very vulnerably because I don't care anymore I don't care who's listening I don't care if you're judging me I'm so over caring I have enough things going on that I just don't care and so here I am showing up because I know and you know the women that are listening and who this resonates with and who this is for I know that this is helping you a lot of you have reached out and told me and I'm you know I'm grateful for everyone that does that because then it encourages me to just be more honest and share more um and you know also then I know that people are actually listening which motivates me to sit down and get it done I do really want to interview some friends again just logistics at the moment with organizing times but it is on my list I have two friends in particular who I want to chat to on here Um, and if you want to chat with 
us about your experience. I'd love to chat with you and share your story. So please reach out to me. But this is a short one, literally just to check in about what's going on at the moment. And I am running a course for mums and in that we talk about rather than referring to life and the mother load and all that stuff as a juggle, let's try and refer to it as more of a dance, dancing between all the commitments that we have, all the things on our plate, all the emotions and all that stuff Um, because I think that mentality is a bit more positive than juggling because juggling is really bloody hard. I can't juggle and I don't know. I don't think I know anyone who can juggle, but we can all dance. So let's keep dancing. Let's dance together. And yeah, I just want you to know that I'm here riding the wave of a hard, a hard time with this job. And I'm definitely counting down until this roster's over. I'm counting down till Matt's leave. And I am already really thinking about next year and what I want that to look like because I just think our kids are way too young to be doing this right now because they're so dependent on other people they're so dependent on me and so it's a lot for me and I don't want god I'm getting upset I don't want that to sound like I'm I don't know like I'm I don't know (laughs) how to say it. Like, I'm grateful. I love my kids. I'm glad we have kids. I'm glad we have a baby. She's, and you know, it's nearly her first birthday. So I'm also organizing that. Um, so I'm glad, but you know, even in two years time, the baby will be three and that part of motherhood it does get easier in ways. I know it gets harder in ways too. I've got a nearly eight-year-old who is just pushing my buttons. But in terms of their independence and their ability to do things, like I suppose at the moment, you know, when the baby has a nap, I somewhat get a break. I've literally got the toddler watching TV right now so I can get this done. And you can find breaks, but you're still responsible. Like you can't switch off and, you know, the toddler will only sit there. I think she's still called a toddler, a four-year-old toddler. Um, She definitely acts like a toddler, but she'll still need me, you know, like, and she's still there and it's not a break. So with all that being said, sorry that this is such a negative podcast today, but I just have to be honest and let you know that right now I'm not loving this and I wouldn't recommend this role for families who have young kids. And admittedly, from what Matt said, majority of the trainers, their kids are older and they can call them on their mobiles and, you know, like it's totally different. My kids literally don't see or hear from Matt from... Yeah, the night he leaves, the night before he leaves to the night he gets home. So it's four days. And even for them, I don't think that's really great that your dad's just not there and then he's there and then he's not there. Um, But I suppose too, in a way, it's my experience of 
what single parenting might be like and I definitely hope that I never have to do that and I feel for everyone who does like I just don't know how they do it I really do not know how they do it and let's just count our blessings so with all that being said I hope you are having a great day and you know even just talking it out letting it out I already feel a million times better and so if no one ever listens to this that's fine because I feel a little bit better but I hope you do too Thanks for being here. I've never asked this, but if you do like this, please tap a review, like do a review for me in whatever, wherever you're listening to this podcast. That will encourage me. And like I said before, if you want to reach out, I'd love to connect with you. Um, I think in my outro are all my contact details, but sending you lots of love and can't wait for my husband to be home. Bye. This podcast was brought to you by me, Erin Burke. Thank you so much for listening. You are welcome to email me at erin at theparentshub.com.au. That is my not-for-profit that I run. This podcast was recorded on Wurundjeri land and I pay my respects to the elders past, present and emerging.